Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. It's time for Almost EGOT. Hello and welcome to Almost Ega, the podcast that takes a look at performers who are one shy of collecting all four major performing awards, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony, and then shares our own brilliant ideas about how they can finish the job. I'm one of your co-hosts, Leah. And I am the other co-host, Evan. And today we will be talking about Cindy Lauper, the American singer, songwriter, and actress known for her distinctive image and eccentric style, whose career has spanned more than 40 years. Also known for the soundtrack to my family's annual drives to Ohio from North Carolina every year, and my sisters and I singing at the top of our lungs to all of her songs. That must have been further down the page on Wikipedia, because I didn't... Yeah. Yeah. It's well known. Need need citation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll update Wikipedia after this. <laughs> Please go to Wikipedia and try to sneak into Cindy Lauper's <laughs> that she was the soundtrack of these car rides. Please, I would just just so I can go and screenshot it before they figure out what happened. That would be amazing. People got to be doing this like every day. I know it like happens with like sports stuff. Well, there'll be you know like yeah, clowning people or whatever. But they're probably not keeping a close eye for people trying to like sneak in their own personal memories right. like, of like, Cindy Lauper. I mean, I guess it probably like pops a notification to them or something that like someone has changed the Cindy Lauper page. I don't know how Wikipedia works. I don't know. But like it it wouldn't be instantaneous. Surely you could sneak that in there for a minute. I would I think so. Well, well, I would think so. We'll do it. We'll take a screenshot. It'll be wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Screenshots are great for audio only mediums. Um <laughs> Oh, we just took we took the screenshot. It happened. It's updated. It happened right now. We did it. As far as you know, we have altered Cindy Lauper's Wikipedia, and it includes Leah's personal information about her childhood now. And you can't prove us wrong because it'll be gone by the time you hear this. Definitely happened. But that so she's so unusual. It was in 1983, and it was the first debut album by a female artist to achieve four top five hits on the Billboard Hot 100. I see you. I did get to that part of Wikipedia. Um, well, before we get into these fun facts, though, unless you were just super hype about oh, I'm, so unusual. I'm super hype about right. Cindy Lauper. That's well, that's right. fair. Who isn't? <laughs> Love, like, yeah, anyway. But first, let's let's start with what she got. And she's got two Grammys, no surprise, Best New mm-hmm. Artist in 1985 and Best Musical Theater Album in 2014. That's 29 years of art. Yeah. Um, has... 16 nominations so not a big win rate but but she's out here but it's lovely to even be nominated <laughs> that's what i've heard um <laughs> when we were nominated for best podcast uh i was honored um uh-huh. that which, happened sure i mean by the time this comes out who knows mm-hmm. um anything can happen in a couple of weeks so <laughs> probably not um if we have our egot by the end we will keep you updated she got a tony for Best Original Score for Kinky Boots, obviously. Two nominations. And get this, the first woman to win the award by herself. Yes. And also, the show she won the Best Musical Theater Album Grammy for. So, 
doubling up there. Yep. And I, this is kind of my favorite one, though, um, is her Emmy, um, because it's her outstanding guest actress in a comedy series for Mad About You. Um, and she actually has two nominations because she got nominated the year before she won for the same role. And do you know the name of the episode she was in? Oh, no, I don't. But I money changes everything. Okay. So what, I forget. Did she play like Helen Hunt's sister or something? Don't remember. I did love Mad About You, but I don't I don't remember what um, her role was in it. It was a good show. Um, I feel like I had another Mad About You fun fact, and then I didn't all of a sudden, um, <laughs> which is fine. We can get into the Cindy Lauper fun facts. Enough about Mad About You. Um, says the guy who went on a whole rant about Mr. Feeney during the Julie Andrews episode. So there are no rules here. Um, you already mentioned she's so unusual. Uh, so I want to back up a little bit because I feel like her career almost got derailed like a hundred different times. Um, in 1977, she damaged her vocal cords and had to take a year off from singing. This is like two of our first three episodes of damaged vocal cords. That's exciting. Um, and she was told by doctors that she would never sing again. Well, and also similar to Julie Andrews, they both have four octave singing ranges. So maybe singing four maybe octaves stay in your lane, right? Is a great way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you hear that, Mariah? Take it easy. Be careful out in those streets. Uh, so she regained her voice with the help of a vocal coach named Katie Agresta. Shout out, Katie. We would have not have any of the later mm. cindiness that we have enjoyed were it not for one Katie Agresta. Yes. I don't know where I found that fact. And then she was in a band called Blue Angel from 1980 to 82. Um, and she temporarily lost her voice due to an inverted cyst in her vocal cord. Cool. Or actually, bad. it was either during then or after that when they were sued into bankruptcy. So I'm just saying, like, the universe was like, we don't want you, Cindy. No. Bad, Cindy. Damaged vocal cords, vocal cyst, sued into yeah, bankruptcy. Stop singing. And right, that. yeah. Absolutely basically, not. The entire universe was like, please do not sing. And man, the universe ate it on that one. Bad call, universe. Mm-hmm. So... She also, and I, you know, as a kid, I didn't even really put this together, even though it's obvious, but she sang the theme song of Pee-wee's Playhouse, which is an all-time great oh, yeah. theme song, but she was credited as Ellen Shaw. Oh. The most un-Cindy Lauper name you could be credited as. So. It is, because her real name is Cynthia Ann Stephanie Lauper Thornton. She has lots of names. That is a lot of names. <laughs> That's, I, that didn't even make my notes here, the full, full name. That's also the actual name of the Tony Awards is the Antoinette Perry Award for Excellence in Theater. Oh, I didn't know that either. See? Just all the facts here. That is, yeah. Oscar, the Oscars are named after Oscar the Grouch, um, not just because I'm reading about, about the Muppets, um, which I am. I can't prove any of that. Don't look it up. <laughs> One of my so, favorite things is that the original lyrics to Girls Just Want oh, to Have I'm Fun. Get, that's exactly where I was going next. Was it, yes, she thought they were misogynistic, so she rewrote it. So I think, a lot, I think a lot of people don't realize that that's a cover. Um, but what's funny is like she changed the lyrics obviously to because it was misogynistic but the way how stupid it was mm -hmm. in the in the in like the what the theme of the song was 
So the original, you know, dubious credit to Robert Hazard, original composer of Girls Just Want to Have Fun. It's basically a song about how he doesn't have his life together because there are just too many horny girls he needs to hang out with and they won't leave him alone. He's like, I would have my shit totally together, but all these girls are so horny and they want to have fun. And I... It's it's wrecking my shit. <laughs> and, and, and how idea... is that how is that not a hit? Well, right. I mean, you know, first world problems, right? Um, the horny <laughs> girls just won't leave me alone. Uh, but also, I love the. It has big like. I'm sorry, what I did made you feel that way. Vibes, right? Like it's. Yes. Like, he's very yeah. ahead of his time and his misogyny, and that he's like. He's like, look, I would love to have my shit together, but I can't take personal ownership of that. Instead, I got to blame it on these horny girls. <laughs> so it's like real next level misogyny. I could see why she was like, no, fuck that. We're changing it. Yeah. Because that's, <laughs> I just love the idea of like that alternate universe in which this is a hit song. It wasn't, spoiler alert, when he did it. But like, <laughs> somehow that would be the, it feels like there's a lot of that in music history where you're just like, oh, this is, these are not real problems. And like you can also still get your life together. Despite I do. These girls I do feel like there have been plenty of hit songs though along the lines of "Too Many Hot Girls Hanging Around Me." <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, <laughs> rock and roll is built on hot, horny girls hanging around you. That's the whole deal. Like, this is the first guy to have the audacity to complain about it as like yes. a reason that's jacking Fair. up his life plan. <laughs> like, sorry, no. I mean, I was gonna get to it. I just. I just want to have so much fun. I don't, I was going to get the bills paid, but these girls want to have too much fun. And I forgot. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I mean, like lean into that. That's yeah. rock star stuff. Complaining that they're, the girls want to do you all day is really preventing things from happening. It's kind of a like, okay, guy, first of all, we don't believe you. Yeah. Also, anyway. Cindy, Cindy fixed that for him. Cindy did fix that for you. And, yeah. Robert yes. Hazard. And we, in appreciation, should get her an Oscar. I think we can do it. Um, I, in the video, I want to note for Girls Just Want to Have Fun, as a kid who was very much into wrestling at the time. Um, oh, yeah. Captain Lou Albano playing her dad was, like, awesome because it was just like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, I love Cindy Lauper, and now Captain Lou is in here playing her dad. But actually, her mom played the mom in the video, and her dog Sparkle was in it. So Captain Lou was the only ringer. Sparkle is an excellent name for a dog. It is. I love it. It's an excellent name for her dog. I mean, fine. I, I, mean, I don't know I if I can also off... have a dog named Sparkle. I think you could do it. Thank I don't you. think I could do it. Sure you could. Not with that attitude. <laughs> a dog named Sparkle in this economy? Forget it. <laughs> um I like I come I kind of like the uh, the thing with like people names now for pets. It's kind of fun. Like you gotta you gotta get it right, but like mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good one, but I can't. Well, I can tell you that I believe there are three dogs in my neighborhood named Charlie. So that's a big one. <laughs> so big you one. call Charlie in for dinner, it gets tough. All it the does. dogs come running. Yes. <laughs> that is my son's name. Um and I guess my dog is Holly, so that's a that's a person name. It, it is a person. It's also, but, but it's it also a, a tree Christmassy. Yeah, when we had it was Foster, a dog. right? Yeah. When we had Foster cats, we named them all. We were trying to get them gone by that Christmas, and so they were Holly, Barry, and Buddy. So yep. like big Christmas vibes. 
I feel like we've gotten off track here. I don't see how. Um, okay. Although actually, the, you know, the, while we're off track, let's take a stroll. <laughs> stay there. Yeah, let's stay off the track for a second um, and note that great, like all time pet names, because they didn't really live up to their, you don't know when you're naming foster kittens, you know, the, the personality developed when we finally got Buddy uh, sent out. He was a bit of a, oh, what's the word, idiot. And so he would, you know, jump on your back when you're cleaning the litter box and be like, it was a fun game, which was a fun game when he was like, a three ounce kitten and not when mm-hmm. he was like a big fluffy mess and so but the people who adopted him he was a bit of a goofball they named they named him banjo and i was like oh my god that's perfect it just it's like just that right word that's like yes this is exactly what this cat is he's banjo you know who doesn't play the banjo cindy lauper you um, sure about that i don't know she might i was trying to get she, back on track. <laughs> she probably does <laughs> trying to get his back on you know who does also plays the banjo Cindy Lauper. Um, <laughs> We're just going to assume. We'll just edit in whichever one of those is true. Uh, uh-huh. Got <laughs> it. We'll just alternate takes. Um, yeah. So. She was acting for a while, too. She did a couple. She was in Vibes with Jeff Goldblum, which I never saw. Yeah, I didn't see that either. Life but with I do Mikey. like Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah, I know. Like, hmm. Life with Mikey with Michael J. Fox. I believe some kind of like child star thing or something where he's like yes. a child star agent or something. I might have seen that. I saw that. I know I did. And um, I don't remember much about it, but yes. Well, that was what I meant by when I said, I think I saw it was like, I'm fairly confident. I saw it and don't remember a damn thing about mm-hmm. it. But it wasn't, wasn't Cindy Lauper's fault. We don't remember. No, I mean, I'm sure she was, I don't remember her in it at all. I'm, like, I'm sure she was great. I was about to lie. <laughs> on the Doesn't record. Matter. <laughs> on the record live. She was great in that movie. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. They're musical Oscars. So, should we get into our ideas? Oh, we should. Okay. So, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I will dip into my well of um, sameness and say that the obvious, obvious one is to make a Kinky Boots movie. No, no, no. And here's why. Because that was the first thing on my list. Because of the stupid one from 2019? It's based on... It's based on an indie film. So you could be like, so it's like based, it's a musical based on a movie. This would be like, it's very, it's big, like. That's okay. Based on a book by Sapphire. Like, I mean, you know, this is Mm -hmm. so years ago, um, Miriam had this idea for the listener at home. That's my wife. She's a big fan of horror movies, and there's this really bad horror movie. Um, called Donkey Punch, which, mm. yeah. I right, don't know already, why I didn't watch that. Yeah, you already hate where this is going. And it's, first of all, it's indecipherable. It's all these British people with like the crazy like Cockney accents. And like, I had to have like subtitles on. I'm like, I don't know what they're saying. As you might imagine, the plot of this involves death by the titular uh-huh. method that kicks off this whole like paranoid because they're on a boat and blah, blah, blah. But Miriam, unabashedly, we bought this movie like back when Blockbuster still existed and they were just like selling off inventory for like $5. So she bought this just based on the cover alone. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. So we watched it and she just like unabashedly loves how terrible it is. (laughs) And so she always said her dream would be if she won the lottery to write a novelization of the movie Donkey Punch and then write a musical based on the novelization called Donkey Punch, 
the novel, the musical. So essentially what we're doing with Kinky. So exactly what we're doing with Kinky. That's what I'm saying. This is how bad an idea it is, is that (laughs) you'd you'd be saying Kinky Boots, the movie, the musical, but the movie. Stay with me. Stay with me here. Directed by Baz Luhrmann. Is this saving it? No. Why? He why? made because he made Romeo and Juliet, I, which I, is also I enjoyed you know, Romeo plus Juliet, and because Baz Luhrmann and Cindy Lauper just go hand in hand. So it's this. We're just going for like sheer spectacle. Is that the absolutely? All right. Yes. So that is anyway. That's... I just in, inherently I have objected to the idea of basing a movie off a thing already based off a movie. It felt very Donkey Punch the novel, the musical. Well, which now makes sense. Obviously, to you, I... I didn't know about that idea. Uh, yeah, at the you time. Know, it's, not so... getting a lot of, it's not getting a lot of the publicity it deserves, but a- it is now. <laughs> Apologies to Miriam. Yeah, um... yeah, exactly. Her truth will be told to the world. My so another easy idea so she um she wrote the score to um spongebob square fans the musical what the fun so we know that she yeah so we know that she can write these scores for the thing so i thought she could write a score for a musical working girl and then make that into a movie so Kind of the same, kind of the same thing. This is we're like just, we're just. I hate doing these basketball analogies. This is like big, like Eurostep energy. You know, it's like exactly. I'm just trying I'm to give ideas here that could happen. You know, dangerously close to a travel with how many steps you're taking is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem with that idea, it's only one, <laughs> is that Selena Gomez is now making a oh, new right. working girl movie. So yeah, do not tangle with Selena Gomez. She's no, well, except except I guess that does bring in the possibility of um a supporting actress or like guest star Oscar. I mean, they don't do guest star, so supporting actress Oscar. I don't know if Selena Gomez's working girl is going to be Oscar nominated, but, yeah. Yeah, that's, but that's also so. a fair point. If so. I mean, unless Cindy just like steals the show in such a fashion that it's like, oh, this was otherwise hot garbage, but mm-hmm. You know, she'll stand she out by comparison. Shines, yes. Also, I'm not. I'm not out here down Selena Gomez. Okay. Do we want to get into how much I love her cooking show on HBO? Oh, absolutely. Yes. That's pretty much it. That. She did. It. That, that, yeah, just plug, okay. plug in Selena Gomez. She needs all the help she can get. So this podcast is what's going to put her over the top. I think. Okay. But she had a really fun like quarantine cooking show that was adorable with like her best friends and her grandparents in her house where chefs would Zoom teach her to cook. It was the first time I really saw her in anything. So I was like, huh, that's who Selena Gomez is. She's delightful. It does sound delightful. I do have two more ideas that are not things that she's already done and turn them into. Okay. All right. Okay. One is a documentary short. That's a good category. Okay. Girls just want to have fundamental rights, which, as we know, is a good slogan um, for women's rights. So just follow um the women dropping out of the workforce during covid the wage gap anti-choice movements all of that it, it very much ties into her um work for planned parenthood and her true colors fund it could be it could be serious Cindy well, i like the serious route we we tap we tap into serious Cindy oh, i've got my, i think you know the one i'm leaning towards also taps into serious um and well the but also, not that serious it's also dumb 
I just said that it didn't tap into something she already did, but I did give the title. <laughs> well, but it wasn't like a reboot. Yeah, no, that's okay. That works. That's that's a nice little sideways, little loose tangential my, connection. My last one got a little stupid. Yeah, you know I love getting stupid. Yes. So you have to say yes so fast, but all right. Um. <laughs> so well, everyone well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'll in her memoir, in her memoir, she discusses uh, how she left home at 17 and she had a series of jobs. I have I hop waitress. Um, another one was she was a racetrack hot walker, which I love. So you walk the what? hot, you walk the hot horses. Oh. Uh, racetrack. So just like cool them down after races. Is that? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Hot so walker. a, a, a movie about a group of of racetrack hot walkers with big dreams <laughs> that's it that's the whole that's the elevator bitch <laughs> cindy cindy is their barn manager <laughs> who had who had big dreams of her own but could never leave the horses oh my god so she brings the wisdom and helps them expose an abusive trainer oh wow now it, gets, it got dark too i thought this was gonna be much more like well, it needs it needs Oscar bait. So yeah, I guess that's fair. Best supporting actress, Cindy. Oh, so she's just supporting. This isn't like want, about yeah. her, right? It's about the like, hot walkers, because she's the. It's about the hot walkers. They're are the, they are they're they in the fact stars. hot? Is that how they get like? Is this what happens? Do they get like? Does the the barn people get me too'd because the hot walkers are a little too hot and they're like doing bad things to them? What's happening here? What's the plot? In my movie, the hot walkers are going to be hot. Well, sell tickets. You yeah, gotta get butts exactly. and seats. Um, the Cindy, oh, I call the ugly walkers, you know. Cindy is playing, you know, the hardened barn manager. So it's gonna... so funny because this is exactly like, first I'll tell you the one I think I'd maybe not want to do, but otherwise I'm going like full, like lean into who, lean into your age range here kind of mm-hmm. yep. thing. So, um, first i thought it a good idea but it wouldn't really work she was nominated for an annie award for voice acting in 2014 for henry and me um so i was like "Ooh, maybe like a voice acting thing could be it but um nobody has ever been nominated as a best actor or actress for a voice only role um so that makes it tough there has been groundswell for the academy to create a separate award um because there have been like all kinds of quotes like Billy Eichner was like I love the idea of adding an Oscar for voice performance like thinking back to like Ellen DeGeneres and Finding Nemo and like Robin Williams and Aladdin and like all these awesome performances that are just like well sorry we had to nominate someone who like didn't sit in a room talking into a mm-hmm. microphone um you know when people sit in rooms and talk in microphones those jerks stupid the worst um so I would love for her to like voice act the same year they would finally add it and she could be the very first person to win since she's such a little groundbreaker in the mm-hmm. new Oscar category. So that was like kind of my hope. But the last time the Academy implemented a new category was 2001 when they added best animated feature. Um, and then the last year uh, or in 2020, they said they were going to start handing out an Oscar for outstanding popular film, which is basically a way to be like, oh, if like lots of people liked it, it doesn't have to be like Oscar bait. And everybody hated that. Like the minute they announced that people were just flaming the hell out of it. So like, I imagine that the Oscar folks 
keeping their heads down on like, what if we did a new category? I'm thinking, so I'm not holding out hope for this voice only one, although it's definitely better than most best popular yeah, movies it, or whatever. It, it makes more sense than just like, look, we want more people to watch our show. Right. You know, our award show. So we better give an award to something that they actually saw. So the hangover four is definitely, yeah, you know, um, like how, like every year, just be like another Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> um, so with that out of the way, I think the best option here is it's sort of similar. It's darker than yours. I like yours is a little more feel good. Um, but I, I was thinking she could just go like, yeah, basically go full Mickey Rourke, right? Like the wrestler where you're just like, oh man, like my dude is wrecked out here and it's just and you're just like wow like there's some gravitas that comes with the sort of like playing this down and out role in this very sort of like i feel like cindy could be very visually convincing in the like just beaten up by the world look you know if you kind of like yep. strip down all the glamness of cindy lopper into that she's and having so her, her charlie's monster moment yeah, exactly. So I'm just thinking, yeah, like I'm thinking like a bleak indie drama. Maybe she plays like a young grandma who has to raise her recently deceased kid's kid who she hasn't met yet because they were estranged because maybe the kid was on drugs or something. Or like maybe she's on drugs. Maybe she's struggling with opioid addiction. Oscars yeah. love an opioid addiction, right? Or gambling. Or maybe she's also dying. Maybe it's just like super bleak. Like she's dying, but the kid needs to be raised and, you know parents are gone and now the grandma's dying too but she's cindy lauper and she's doing her best um it's it you stick the landing on that and it feels like pure oscar bait you know yeah, it's all you the themes the oscars like <laughs> drugs and family drama like i'm you know pretty people going ugly i love that. yeah well that's i think that exactly i think that's that would be like right off the bat the thing would be like oh my god did you see cindy lauper in that thing yeah the thing with the drugs or she's dying i think i don't even know like those, they'd be like, "Oh, did you see her in that?" Like that's that's the because that's why the Mickey Rourke thing is. People are like, "Oh man, you see the wrestler?" Like Mickey Rourke killed it as this like total wreck of a human being, but like with emotional resonance. Yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm just I want to see like young grandma Cindy strung out or something and raising a kid or something or dying or some kind of thing. I don't know why the barn manager. My idea couldn't. Well, this be, is what this is kind of what I'm thinking. Out. I just think if we darken up, I think we got to darken the edges here on the hot walkers. And I, I, I would lean towards the hot walkers because um, it feels like an Oscar title. They were just hot walker, right? Like, what is this about? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you going to call mine? Sad grandma? Like, it's not, you know. I think we've basically written half the script right here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because these are like her surrogate children, these hot walkers. Right. That's who she was really raising instead of her estranged daughter. Oh, there's an estranged daughter now. Oh, you mean well, that, I mean, from mine. That, okay, so we're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's like dark hot walkers is what we're going for. You made up the strange daughter, I didn't. I, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize we were making a mashup here. No, I like it. So I, I think we, I think we did it. I think if that doesn't get Cindy Lauper an Oscar, I don't know what will. Yeah, exactly. So it's a good movie. It's it's feels Oscar Bay-y. Mm -hmm. it's, it's out here. It's like in weird profession land. We're like, oh, a hot walker. I didn't know about that. It's got a little intrigue. She can write the um write and sing the song over the credits. So oh nice. 
double you know? double dip on it. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I, 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 I like your style. That every time, I'm always like, also. Every time we do one of these, you're like, how else can I get some more bang from my buck here? Um, <laughs> Bringing in the yes and. <laughs> yeah. So very just go full like Eminem eight mile. Yes. Lose yourself. Mm -hmm. like, Sing ooh, at the Oscar like a, ceremony. Could be like Oscars a country would song. Love that. Could be like a country oh. song. Hmm. Has she? I don't think she's done country. No, that's he? what I'm saying. The whole thing yeah. would be so many. They'd be like, oh shit, Cindy really just upended everything we thought about her in this role, in this song, in this whatever. We'd be crazy not to give her these Oscars multiple. Man, you're changing her life. Yeah, hot walker. <sighs> I, like I just it. want the movie to be called Hot Walker. I love it so much. <laughs> I don't care what it's about. Well, you're welcome, Cindy. Yep, we did it. You're welcome. Let it. us know. Mm -hmm. uh, send us some boots. Something. I'll take uh, boots. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, like her, we just want to have fun. Yes. And that's why we're doing this podcast, that and to fix these celebrities' lives and get them the egots they deserve. They're, because they sit at home and worry about it. Yeah, and listen to this. They listen to this and they worry. Yeah. And they worry up until they listen to this and then they feel better. That's true. So pretty much, you're welcome all celebrities, really. Just, I imagine it puts them at ease knowing that eventually we will get to them. Yeah, and anybody who would like to, you know, have a episode dedicated to them can just call us. Yeah, if That's you were cool. a family member is one award shy of an EGOT, yeah. email us. At, slide, yeah. slide into the DMs. Yeah, cool. hit us up. If yep. You too need a Grammy or an Oscar. Um, or an or, Emmy. Or, or even a Tony. A Tony. Yeah, we'll, we're quadruple threats and we'll do it for you. So anyway, I think we saw that for Cindy Lauper. As you said, you're welcome, Cindy. And thanks again for joining us. And check us out on the next episode of Almost EGOT. Yeah.